0: This podcast was brought to you by mozo.com.au.
1: Hi-ho, hi-ho, and off to the finance burrito we go. But you know what? It never feels like work because it's just so much fun here. As always, I'm Liv G, and I'm here to share some finance insights gleaned from working at financial comparison site Mozo. And with me is my fellow Mozoian and finance journalist, Tom Watson. What is the haps, Tom?
0: Hey, Liv. How's it going? Um, I just realized I left my water somewhere, actually. So this is going to be a very dry and croaky podcast, which Mm, uh, I'm sure you're all going to yeah enjoy Lots of
1: those noises <laughs> and i just <laughs> I finished
0: it. i just finished dune the book um which has oh, been wow. a bit of a lockdown goal to to get through so um yeah pretty pretty do it
1: before the movie comes yeah
0: out. i'm i looked at the trailer the other day too and i don't know how keen i am like timothy yeah. shamalama ding dong looks
1: maybe good
0: but yeah anyway <laughs> not so convinced anyway how are you
1: i'm good i am um, uh i for any of our non uh star wars nerd listeners june is what star wars was based on so um mm. now i'm thinking maybe of uh yeah watching some of some of the oldies and i feel uh extra nerd because like i enjoyed the prequels you know like they're not high quality but i enjoy that's kind them. of what we
0: grew up with to a degree right because they all came out when we were young
1: yeah we were already av- an avid star wars family but you know Star Wars isn't finance. It made a lot of money, but it's not really finance news. And um, we should probably get into that. Let's do it. Um, As we've been doing doing for the last few episodes, we're jumping into more of the news headlines this week. So uh, I reckon we should get into it, hey?
0: I reckon so. Let's get started. Here are the hot topics in Moneyland. Okay, before I get into the first topic today let's take a little bit of a walk down memory lane it's a uh, lovely. it's a beautiful day live there's a gentle breeze rolling in off the pacific ocean there are leafy oh. green trees all around you and people wearing thongs and track pants in the distance you hear screams of terror as people flee from an evil lunch stealing duck where oh. are you where are you live
1: I'm in the gong. I reckon, I'm, uh, I reckon I'm out the front of building 25 at Wollongong Uni.
0: Did I do a good job of that? I feel like I... You
1: really did. Excellent. I, you, must, you must have done your research. I don't know how you knew about the ducks. They were evil. Very aggressive.
0: I've I've heard about this (laughs) evil lunch chilling duck before. So, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we are talking about uh, unis or uni students in our first story today, although not (laughs) Wollongong specifically. Um, So, a University of Western Australia survey of more than 4,000 students across Australia's tertiary institutions, so unis and colleges, um, recently found that a surprising number of students admitted to cheating on a Assignments um, by way of these like commercial websites, which charge money for other people to write them for you. Ooh. Yeah. Not even the right? old
1: fashioned cheating where you're just like looking over someone's shoulder and yeah, you get your That's mirror pretty, or
0: um... God knows what, what you do. You write everything in your hand. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was never smart That's enough to think step about stuff. that. So, yeah. So, <laughs> this survey found that 7.9% of students in the survey um, admitted to paying to have assignments ghostwritten for them while 11.4% said that they used these file sharing services where you basically download stuff to help with your assignments in exchange for money. Um, Mm -hmm. So really interesting. And I guess while cheating itself isn't – super financially relevant you know the mm. method of cheating yeah. aka paying um these websites and and people for um assignments it definitely is um and Big interestingly time. these commercial sites they seem to be increasing in number as do the social media groups which are you know facilitate similar sorts of behavior although kind of on a less kind of structured and formal level so Mm. uh apparently
1: a worry yeah
0: definitely a worry and apparently the amount of people admitting to cheating was four times higher than previously recorded um although even saying that researchers researchers think that the number is still quite conservative so hey Mm. there could be even more cheaters around well yeah honest
1: cheaters i kind of like it (laughs)
0: yeah so um well, it's actually really interesting you said that as well because the method that they used in the survey was something called the Bayesian Truth Serum, or BTS, Ooh, methodology. I which like um, that name. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it sounds like people are being drugged during the survey. Yeah, it does a bit. But they're not. Fun. So um, <laughs> it basically provides an incentive for telling the truth. So in this case, the researchers said that more truthful answers sorry said that the more truthful answers that people gave the more money would be donated to a charity of their choice um Hmm. and when given that incentive students were at least twice as likely to admit to cheating which is crazy
1: how fun i wonder if they actually did give them i remember reading about this and i couldn't actually see if they ended up giving the money to charity (laughs) and it's like we promise we will so What? what you're saying
0: is cheating academics
1: yeah we're cheating the cheaters exactly during the cheating
0: survey crazy just
1: uh, insane
0: anyway (laughs) what does this all mean for you um well we reckon kids you know uni students they've had a pretty tough recently but uh Cheating's probably not gonna make anything better. It'll probably just make your uh, mm. job or whatever you know industry you're going to do harder one day. So uh, honestly, we reckon you should probably be spending uh, that money on margaritas right now or a beer at yeah. the uh, at the uni bar or, or maybe a sandwich for a, for a duck that roams around campus.
1: Yeah. Or well, not a sandwich. The bread's not good for him. But he's evil. But we don't want him to die.
0: Does he? Did he have any particular <laughs> taste? This duck.
1: No it was just very aggressive, and there was like they were a mating pair, and so they would just be like trying to have babies all the time and then get really angry at anyone that passed by. It was you know it was beautiful, but it was awful. it was nature were Good they like technically made vibes. like
0: chancellors at some point or
1: <laughs> yes, they got honorary degrees oh. <laughs> they were forty years old, no, I don't know, but um, <laughs> speaking of jobs as you were, um, cheating maybe may not set you up for a fantastical career ahead the um a little, little, little uh, snippet of news that I'm talking about is a bit about jobs mm. and multiple jobs, which I think we've talked about a lot before, side hustles, freelancing, and all that jazz. And it's um, it's a bit of a funny but also kind of foolish one, the, the content, not so much the article from BuzzFeed, our good old friends. Actually in the US, the US version of the site, but I think it sort of translates to here. Yeah. It all kind of makes sense uh, because it's about um, with – remote work increasing, which we're seeing more and more of, especially in um, New South Wales and Victoria right now for people who are able to do that. Um, So people are taking on uh, side hustles or freelance side gigs and then taking it one step further and straight up just like, holding down two standard hour nine to five jobs and just you know not telling either employer about it so that's yeah when i first heard it i was like but how you times time same time yeah how do you honestly
0: have the time to do that
1: Well, I think that the the article goes into this, but I'm first just going to take you through some of the reasoning behind okay. why some people are doing this. So, um, in the BuzzFeed article, uh, they 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 term they coined the term the people who started this sort of movement. They're saying overemployment, which mm. to me sounds stressful and it awful. Does, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And um, BuzzFeed they interviewed sort of the the two founders of this website that kind of advocates the lifestyle and they've done they've done it themselves so they're sort of like I mean I feel like that's advertising to any employers that you've like you know you're not working exactly. during the day yeah. but maybe they don't do it anymore but anyway they did it they have this website and it looks like they work in the tech industry but I couldn't entirely find out exactly what they do but anyway so the people that they interviewed who started this website their basic reasoning for doing the overemployment jazz is that like if you're gunning for a promotion you might be putting in they say double the hours and you may not see it pay off at all you might not get the promotion or your at least your money may not double and i'm i already have problems with this as a reason because mm. it's like work smarter not harder you if you shouldn't be putting in double the hours yeah, what you does should that just mean? be like
0: you're working like 15 hour days or something like that
1: or yeah i don't know i'm just, just like feasible, maybe just be isn't? good at be good at your job yeah. instead of working the entire 24-hour day. And so undermine your colleagues.
0: That's the, the key way to success. Yeah,
1: that's how you do it. <laughs> and then their other point is that if you're like good and experienced at your role, you'll have figured out how to be more efficient at it, so therefore you know, cutting that time in half that you originally when you were learning how to do it, and therefore you have more time to have a second <laughs> job in your nine-to-five and make more money and it's like f- fair enough yeah you may have become more efficient at your daily tasks but generally the point is to do that like companies want to do that people want to do that so then you can like move up chains or maybe you know go to a different company and build your skills and build your resume like that's the that's the point you're not meant to just stagnate <laughs> and just do the same thing forever so yeah i sort of <laughs> i sort of uh, have I have qualms with the reasoning in in theory i was kind of like cool yeah stick it to the man Uh, i guess if you'd like
0: physically just like literally double your income yeah by kind of doing something similar (laughs) then that would make sense but again it depends how many hours you're gonna be putting into it and just the the stress involved right like you don't want to get so stressful
1: and then also like, uh, while I'm like, you're yeah, sticking to the man. I'm like, oh, I, I kind of have like professional standards, and I, you know, that I want to not create garbage. That's sort of half-assed because you straight up don't have enough time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, yeah, not like, uh, you know, just completely throw your colleagues to the wind. So it's a bit of a, um, it's a bit of an interesting one. And to me, honestly, they they're all like, oh. They're sort of doing the fire thing, financial independence, retire early, and then just, like, work how you want to. And to me, it's like, you. you it kind of sounds like you're doing it, like, shifty and smart. But honestly, at the end of the day, I reckon it's just going to be the same, like, working too much, hustling too hard, and then burning out. And mm-hmm. like honestly, I'm like, too much stress. I'm not into it. Um and also you probably will get fired. It's going to come out. The truth always comes out. And you've signed contracts, presumably, that says, like, you know, no complete compete clauses and all that. So that's interesting. You're going to
0: log into a meeting and turns out it was the wrong work.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Whoops. Email signatures, baby. Mm. Um. So, yeah. I think overall it's pretty risky and there are other ways to make extra dough or expand on your skills, you know, through freelancing. And if you really, you know, want to stick it to the man, why not create your own small business by your own boss and all that? I thought it was kind of interesting that in line with this, the ABS also just released stats on the number of small businesses that were registered during the last financial year, and it was up by like 15%, which is pretty cool. So – yeah, during pandemic it's been, I guess people have had more downtime or, or wanting to like pivot their careers and are looking to do that by, um yeah, starting their own small businesses. So even during a pandemic you can um, make a bit of a change and, you know, hopefully not get fired and ruin your reputation in one big go as well. That's always ideal, <laughs> I think.
0: I, I'd agree with that. Good on them. and uh, good mm, on, You know, yeah. I will say if you can do both and not get caught and, you know, tick all the all the boxes for both jobs and good on you. I imagine it's like a 0.0001% 0. <laughs> 0. of people, but good on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, full just a,
1: a total um, like Rayman style. Is just very, very smart, maybe, <laughs> or very, very foolish. Maybe,
0: maybe. Um, so moving away to something, uh, you know, close to my heart once again. Um, and well, actually, before we start, I have to go back a couple of weeks mm. because we kind of touched on this subject before, um, episode 38, in fact, if you want to go back and have a listen. Um, it's when we were talking about Olympians um, and what they get paid by their respective countries for winning medals. Do like, you remember that chat, believe It was only a couple of weeks back, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically we talked about you know how these countries have – wildly different um, payments um, for the athletes winning medals. Mm. So some countries pay the athletes nothing if they win medals. Some pay a small fortune and Australia pays um, Olympians $20,000 per gold, $50,000 per silver and $10,000 per bronze medal. Mm. That's the catch-up part. But super disappointingly... (gasps) The Paralympics is on at the moment, which is not super disappointing, but super <laughs> disappointingly, Paralympians, they don't get anything. They don't get any gold bonuses, Eesh. silver bonuses, bronze bonuses at all, which has raised a few eyebrows, including mm, my Understandably. Own. Mm. So why? Why do they not get anything? Well, apparently Paralympic Australia, which is actually a different governing body to the Australian Olympic Committee, which i didn't realize um or would have figured everyone was kind of under the same umbrella but that's not the case um they just don't have the funds to do it and it's a you know it's a similar story in countries like canada and japan for instance canada um you know they pay their olympians for um for for medals um and the paralympians don't get anything and then in japan um a paralympic Gold medal, for instance, will earn athletes $38,000, um, mm. which is great, but it's actually $25,000 below um, what, Oof. you know, that less able bodied gold medalist Paralympians receive. So, pretty yeah. crappy, in my opinion. Um, so, it's, it, I guess, everyone's hoping that with the Sydney and Melbourne lockdowns going on at the moment, um, there's going to be. A wider audience for the Paralympics, um, mm. which is hoped to then increase its perceived value in the eyes of advertisers and sponsors, and hopefully that that kind of brings more money in, um, which then can be distributed to yes. the athletes. So you know, fingers crossed. And 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 more broadly, I guess we were chatting about this before the podcast, but it, it mm. kind of just highlights that the inequalities, and it, just speaking monetarily here. Um, that we know exist in pretty much all sports. Uh, we, we talked about, you know, the ludicrous wages that footballers get the other yes. week, and it's just that the the money in sport is insane, but the disparity is also insane. And you know, irrespective mm-hmm. of, of that side of things, uh, you know, it's just it's just kind of disappointing to see um, this kind of inequality at a national level where you know, these athletes are literally representing their country on a world stage, so you'd think that anyone who does that would probably, yes. you know, be entitled to, you know, does you get the same kind of, um, you know, money at the end of the day, or, or you yeah. know. So, what does this mean for you? Well, honestly, you can um, show your support uh, for our Paralympians uh, by actually tuning in and watching it. There's a couple of days yeah. left of action before the games finish, and honestly, I couldn't recommend it more. It's uh it's brilliant i've been watching the swimming and the wheelchair rugby which is an amazing sport and even a little bit of shot put last night and yeah the athletes are just awesome so yeah tune in if you can it's great
1: yeah sick one it's sort of like a really simple easy way to support uh equality and sports people have fun and have fun um Mm. Yes, and have fun. And to, uh, speaking of fun, I've got a little bit extra, as we always like to end on a um, funny money story a type note, thing. Yes. yes. Um We're heading again, uh, relying on our mates over in the UK to provide the financial comic relief, uh, as we did last week. Um, So this was a story in UK tabloid The Mirror. I think it's a tabloid from what I can gather. Oh, yeah. And it's titled Mother in Stitches After Child Cuts Up Real Money to Use Queen's Face on Dolls. (laughs) And quite quite frankly, that's most of the story, really. It's really summed up quite well in the headline. You No need to read further. But basically, so, yeah. This child, Esme, love that name, cut up a a 20-pound and a 5-pound note um, to grab old Lizzie's face and stick it on her doll's. (laughs) And then her mum, Victoria, thought that was pretty funny and posted it on Facebook saying, I'm absolutely skint, uh, so donations welcome also pretty funny having a having a good time with it when you can and then uh victoria's friend took up that charge and started a go fund me no to replace, really yeah <laughs> to replace the cash which is hilarious um now it's it, well 125 pounds you know it isn't a, a, a ginormous amount it's certainly more than 25 pounds so um they've just blown uh, their target they've done a great job and victoria says she plans to donate it to the children's ward at the james cook university hospital so that's nice oh um, that's lovely
0: <laughs> nice ending to yeah, that yeah
1: it all it all ended quite well um it doesn't really mean much for anyone in the world but there is uh one interesting lesson to be learned in the story so on um the facebook post many people commented Um, saying to, telling her to take it to the bank as um, the banks might be able to replace it because like broken, um, like currency is still currency. And it's totally a thing I've done. So you have like a torn note, you can take it to the bank and get the exact same uh, note, uh, but a fresh one, even if it's like half the note. So maybe she would be able to do it with just the doll's heads. (laughs) (laughs) And keep some of that cash as well,
0: yeah. Imagine, imagine, yeah. imagine bringing those dolls into the bank and being like, Here, here's the other bit, you know."
1: Yeah, this is what happened. It's glued. Sorry about it. you, you guys um, can just yeah. figure this
0: out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, how?
1: I'm interesting. not really sure. Yeah, I'm not really sure how structurally sound a note has to be for that to work. But I think it is a good, a good thing to remember. If you're like, if a, if a restaurant or a shop won't take your um cash that's like all broken, so yeah, pretty good stuff.
0: I have learned something from a UK tabloid, so there we go. That's a genuinely shocking way to end the episode, but a nice one as well. So thank you for that.
1: (laughs) what a time to be alive just knowledge from all corners of the globe and um top so when you're done reading the gossip section Mm. of uh various publications which i know you love doing um, you and all the other mirror fans uh can find even more insightful and fun finance stuff on our social media pages so yeah you can all go and check them out
0: Indeedy. And as always, we'll be back for more banter next week, uh, covering hilarious and interesting news topics, as we always do. Uh, But in the meantime, a big thanks, as usual, to the Tireless Burrito team, our producer Claire, our researcher Ella, and our social media queen, Rihanna.
1: And thanks for listening, everyone else. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Just remember, as Mozo writers, we're providing general
0: financial product information. So we're not taking into account your specific financial situation, needs, or personal objectives. We are not recommending any specific product to you. The best advice we can give is for you to make your own financial decisions and seek out independent advice. This podcast was brought to you by mozo.com.au.